This episode of the Rotating Tap Podcast is brought to you by Epic Brewing Company. These guys are the shit. They have two tasting rooms, one in Salt Lake City, one in Denver, Colorado. Uh, They make amazing beers like Chasing Ghosts, which is a DDH, double dry hopped, double hazy IPA, higher ABV, but man, it is good. In addition to doing amazing beers like Stouts, Sours, IPAs, these guys also make amazing seltzer called Paca, comes in a variety of flavors, and they even just released a hard coconut water for when you want to lie to yourself and pretend like you're being healthy while also getting a buzz. (laughs) That's what I do at church. Anyway, visit Epic Brewing Company in both locations. Uh, They're amazing people, really great brewers, and enjoy this episode of the show. I think my problem is that I'm just a little bit of a slut when it comes to beer. (laughs) Welcome everybody to the Rotating Tap Podcast. We've got Steve Vanderplue, Corey David, and special guests. Maybe beer people talking comedy or comedians talking beer. Listen up, everybody, and we'll see what you will hear. I won't waste any more time because it's going very fast. It's the Rotating Tap Podcast. It was hidden. It was hiding. <laughs> and we're off to another booming start. Hello. Oh, hi. Is it recording? I can't see red. Yeah, you good. Yeah, it's on there. Oh, yeah. It's a different color over here. It's, it's black. Hey, we're going. Hi. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Rotating Tap Comedy Podcast. I'm Steve Vanderplug. I'm Corey David. We are here today at Outworld Brewing up in Longmont, Colorado uh, with Mike and Alonzo. Say hello, fellas. How's it going? Uh, pretty good, considering we already started drinking at noon on uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday, yeah. Perfect. I started at 10, so we're doing good. <laughs> 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 We're actually behind schedule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're the head brewer here, so you just there we go. Stuff off the tanks anyway. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. That's the excuse, right? That's but, right. I got an intern that I had to try some beers with so earlier this morning. So. Well, I needed another hour of fermentation. You know, <laughs> <laughs> always, you can always use another hour. So you should check it again and recheck. Yeah. 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 Mike, you're the head brewer here, Mike. Yeah, that's correct. Cool. And then Alonzo, you're the GM. I'm the general manager. Yeah, and it's your, your first day. day. It's first your first day. day. Alonzo's first day. So yeah. we're gonna like yeah, hard we first just day. Totally yeah. just like to give him mad guys. shit yeah. right off the bat. <laughs> 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 out a way to get you to drink yourself out of a job. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. 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 Say yeah, something yeah, incriminating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brewer made me drink. It's, I don't know. I've been blamed for more than that. So. <laughs> but he lost his job on his first day. Nobody told you you had to do a naked lap. He just did that. He just did it. I mean, I was impressed and all, but I don't know. The neighbors were. It was not a good happy. time. The time was impressive. Yeah. yeah. He said chug for time. He did not interpret that correctly. Like, uh, the building. Nobody told you you had to do that. Uh, we didn't say keep chugging. <laughs> Just putting his mouth under the tap and yeah. drinking the keg. Yeah. I've had people that, I mean, when, that was something that they always said when I worked at Harpoon was they would take the new hires, like, out for the night, you know, and be like, all right, let's see who can put themselves under tonight who started drinking vodka sodas too early and started ripping <laughs> shots and probably doesn't have a job tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome uh, to the team. Yeah. It's how you weed people out at the company Christmas party. I so. <laughs> it's a dirty trap. It's it, not, it is a dirty trap. We work for a brewery. We're going to let is. you drink all you want, and then we're going to see what happens. Oh, yeah. By, by the end of the night. 
I used to work at yeah. some like really hip companies, and their Christmas parties were just the shittiest of shit shows. My God, yeah. Uh, they had to like they. It used to be like all the booze you could drink, and then they're like, all right, everybody gets two. Yeah. Everybody has a couple yeah. now. Yeah, and then everybody just started sneaking in flasks. Off, you have drink tickets That's now. It. It's a comedy show. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. I actually worked for a company where yeah. they had to change the Christmas parties to the daytime just because you know people were just flashing too many pussies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a strip club. I used to manage the bus <laughs> yeah, stop yeah, in Boulder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know we got a hotel room for everybody, but wait until we get out of the bar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's the hotel bar we were so, yeah, before yeah. dinner. Alonzo. Uh, See, after party, you wait for. I love that you just went straight into like saying pussy because sometimes <laughs> people will come on the podcast and they'll say shit and then they'll be like, oh, am I allowed to say that? And we're like, it's a fucking comedy podcast. Yeah, say whatever the fuck you want. If you yeah. too serious, you probably don't understand comedy, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. We know plenty of them. Yeah. I'm going to make so. a button out of that soundbite now. Pussy, 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 pussy. I'm a little slut for beer. Pussy, <laughs> yeah. pussy. Yeah, we do have, we have one clip that we put at the beginning of every one of our episodes, and it's one of the guys from Dry Dock, and it's just, it's too good. I don't know yeah. yeah. any of the episodes, but it's just like, I, I, I just listened to the Scott one, but yeah. We asked him what his favorite, what his least favorite beers were, which yeah. we'll get into in a minute. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, we asked I'm him excited his least for that question. He said the problem was, problem is, um. I'm just a little bit of a slut when it comes to beer. Yeah. <laughs> How do we not keep that? Yeah, around? that's great. <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, I'm glad that uh, my least favorite beer is a sour because that's also my least favorite type of pussy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, oh. correlation. It's a home run. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there we go. Oh, man. Alrighty. So, speaking of sour pussies, uh, so, <laughs> so you don't like sour beers? I don't like Any sour kind? Beers. You don't like any of the ones that are aged uh, in barrels? You don't like quick sours? None of that? I don't think I've tried enough to say that, you know, to have like an mm-hmm. educated... We'll get them there someday. Yeah. 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 It changes my mind, but as a sour just isn't my thing. Yeah, Mike, have you always been... Uh, have you always been a sour beer drinker? Did you have to ease into it? Do you pretend to like it? No, I mean, when I was uh, probably years ago, probably... 25 30 years ago i guess i've been professional brewing for 20 years so um sour beers yeah i mean it was an acquired taste when i first started brewing and getting into beers and when and then uh i had a buddy who was really you know into lambics at the time and at that time man they weren't popular at all yeah it was i mean you get them in you know belgium and most people unless you were kind of a home brewer or something back then um you, you probably hadn't tried a sour beer, period. And most people would be like, that's like bile, drinking bile. Yeah, they would just think something yeah. wrong with it, right? Exactly. So, no, it, uh, he kind of got me into it and educated me about them. And the more I started drinking, the more I was, like, addicted to the things, you know, mm-hmm. and couldn't get enough of them. Now I'm at the point, you know, you know a little burnt out. Hell now, and it's like I just yeah get heartburn now, old yeah, man shit. Yeah, so, yeah. I yeah, noticed. I, I bring just my tums with me everywhere. To, I still definitely enjoy them, and I definitely like all different kinds from you know kettle sour, lacto sours to you know lambics and uh, barrel aged stuff. Yeah. I just noticed your tattoo, yeah. the the yeah. one that says beer, the heartbreak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. broken heart yeah. beer right there. That's the story of my life. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. love doing it. Now. Just yeah. you know, you, you you when you're doing it for other people, sometimes it. Uh, uh, yeah, it kills you. Kills your yeah. soul. Oh, yeah. So, absolutely. Well, I mean, speaking of which, I, 
you guys have a bunch of different like European styles that I think most people would deem to be a bit obscure. You just don't see them on as many menus. Yeah. Um, I mean, things like Sticky Alt, uh, Dortmunder Lager. You just don't see a lot of no, that stuff. No, you don't. Yeah, so is that more about these are the things that I really like to brew? They are. You know, all in all, I love the history of brewing. I like the historical aspects of brewing, and there's a lot of styles out there that aren't getting represented that were amazing styles. And, I mean, you know, and there's very few commercial examples of them out there. So... I do. I love, I'm definitely a history buff with brewing and Bruania and all kinds of stuff and American brewing as well as European. And uh, so I do. I like looking at these more historic styles, you know, I mean, Goza was one of those styles until, you know, kettle sour started being popular because they're like, oh, that was a German wheat beer that was soured, you know? Yeah. And it's like, so that's how it came, came popular just under the sour realm when sour got real popular. And it's like, but man, that was a dying style. There was only one brewery still doing it in Germany. Yeah, it's basically. And, or two, I guess there were. But um, at the same time, it was dying out. And then it's kind of nice that Kraft took it on and did that, even though I think they've taken the style and bastardized it every way they can, which we do pretty well in our industry. It's not, but yeah, and I, but at the same time, Americanize it then, and that's fine because I definitely, you know, have some that, uh, that I've done that, you know, wouldn't be traditional. Uh, goes but um yeah but no I, I do like the traditional side of it um that Dortmunder lager there um I actually made it into uh um draft magazine's top 10 beers of the year or top 20 beers of the year um edition which they always do in January cool. and that yeah, made it in awesome. god what was that 2012 I think it was I actually and I never has happened since, but I made it back to back years there. And one, the first year I made it in 2011, this was an, I was at a brewery in Omaha, Nebraska called Upstream Brewing Company. Um, that uh, they had two brew pubs there, and I managed both of them. And that was right after I left Oscar Blues and went out there just to try get into more into brew pubs, more than what Oscar Blues was originally. Yeah. But um, and to manage two breweries was fun too. But. My thing with Oscar Blues, we've talked about it on the podcast. My thing with Os- Oscar, Oscar Blues, Blues. Yeah. I, they're, they're, you know, some of their beers are good, but their food, the pub, the, the, the food side of it yeah. is horrendous. Yeah. It's a tragedy. <laughs> and I just can't. It's not, very yeah. it's, it's not good food. And yeah. it's just like, if that's going to be your business model, you better have good food, too. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it, should be, it should be strong on it, too. So good sure. on you for getting out of so. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, it was like, Lions was different, though. I was still in Lions when we were running the brewery there. And I was there, and I was part of building the new brewery here in Longmont. And I left the year after we opened that, the brewery here in Longmont. So we kind of left the restaurant behind at that point in a sense. Um, I went I went to the so, Lions one one time yeah. and had like a barbecue sandwich and it yeah. was inedible. Booties. It was crazy. <laughs> He still wakes uh, up in cold sweats. In cold sweats, yeah, yeah, thinking yeah. about it. Cold Jeez. meat sweats, though. Yeah. Cold, cold Man, meat I sweats. can honestly say back in the day, it wasn't like that. And then, you know, as the bigger everything got, everything changed. Yeah, well, they. I feel and, like they tried to expand yeah. too quick, too. They did. They definitely did. Even and, even in downtown, they have uh, a yeah. location on 16th Street Mall. Mm-hmm. And then just up the street, like 11 blocks away, yeah. they have another location. And, and they like, got one, yeah. And then they got one in uh, Colorado Springs now. And then they got the one in Boulder. I guess the brewery actually runs the one in Boulder. But the restaurants are actually separate it now from the brewery itself yeah. so well yeah. they should work on except that. for the uh the one across from uh in boulder across from uh what is it the uh west side tavern that one oh, okay. there that pub that they have there is i think the boulder is the, the so. only location i haven't been to I'm, yeah they do comedy at the and, one in the springs yeah all the uh, chub burgers shut down last year yeah 
Yeah, so, yeah. It's yeah. A, a terrible name. Chubberger. <laughs> Chubberger. There you go. Chubberger. Chubberger. Anyways, yeah. Well, that's cool that you have. Uh, so the Dortmunders, obscure, cracked the top 20, so that's amazing. Yeah. So what do you not like? What What do you hate? Oh, what do I hate? Man, uh, I could go on for We're hours. talking about beers, not people. But, uh, yeah, 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 not people, you mean? Okay. How much time you got, buddy? Uh, um, let's see. Yeah. Uh, uh, as far as beer wise, man, I, I was just talking about this morning with the intern. I hate, I absolutely hate milkshake everything. I'm yeah, sick yeah. of this. Yeah. I'm sick of this part of our industry. Yeah, I think it's police. a joke. And throw, you know, fifty percent to two thirds of, of fruit juice in there, and it's not even fucking beer anymore, man. And it's like, yeah, and put a bunch of lacto milk sugar in there and sour it if you want so the other thing you never know if the underlying beer absolutely sucks because it, it could be something that went shit in their brewery and they're just padding it with all the shit it's yeah. just 16 ounces of bumbleberry energies. fucking yeah milk this and milk that and it's yeah. like unless it's a milk stout fucking keep your milk at home yeah. <laughs> keep your milk at home keep your dairy out of my keep, beer exactly 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 you know well, so. it's funny how haze, haze boys were like the most obnoxious people in the world for a while. Just people that line up for hazy beers. Yeah. Now fruit boys are the worst. Now fruit, fruit boys. Are even yeah. Worse than that. And even my boys, I love them to death over at Platte Park, man. They're loving every minute of the fruit. But hey, man, they're they're selling it, and I can't blame them for that. They got the market for it over there by DU. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah, Colby's really good friend of mine but i always you know he knows every time i go there and he that's what they're doing on the weekend i give him shit about it Cringe so yeah. yeah they we, do we, we laugh but i mean it's nice it, play, but they yeah. sell man that's it's the best like, thing to play beer pong so there, there you strawberry, go strawberry yeah. something yeah <laughs> they do uh so, beer slushies over there too right yeah they're doing yeah. the beer slushies yeah, yeah. too i'm not i'm definitely not into beer. i have not either. tried one and i don't <laughs> I think i'll ever go yeah yeah i just yeah i keep slushies at 7-elevens man yeah 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 totally yeah i don't i don't even no, I mean, I think once you get into that slushy category and milkshake, uh, you've smoked way stuff, too many blunts. Well, it's just, <laughs> you, you have a high, high enthusiasm, but low ability. You know, it's yeah, like yeah, it, is that you have people that are really excited about beer and they right. think they know a lot, but they really they just don't. Because right. if you did, yeah, if you to ask them like, hey, have you ever had an alt beer before? Have you ever had Dortmunder? They'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, they just don't. Where's they haven't. That? They haven't gone like another layer. They yeah, no, they gone haven't. Down the path, like, and it's I think a lot too. You know, it's sort of the industries at too nobody uh in this industry you haven't it grew too fast for this to happen though is why and it's it's not really the brewer's faults or anything but you know our industry, nobody, coming from the brewery yeah nobody, it's not my nobody, fault uh, I'm like, it's definitely your fault. <laughs> but uh well nobody what i'm saying with the younger brewers is like nobody apprentice like anymore in the brewery so yeah, they get true. shot up to a head brewer position before they're ever ready for it and so i think you know and that's the, the industry is still very green i mean as far as employee wise and and you can tell that in the quality of beers out there. And, you know, there's, I definitely have my set of breweries that I go to that I'm like, have high respects for the brewers. And they've all spent their time in this industry. And there's some young ones out there that know what they're doing and yeah. have educated yeah. themselves Which well. Which ones are your favorites? And going out. My favorite breweries, man? Oh, God. If I was to name one favorite brewery right now in this entire state, it would be Hogshead. Hogshead? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Steven's a yeah. badass. And his beers are awesome. And I would also throw... Um, you know, beer stat, Bill Eyes beers up there too. Yeah. And but I mean, thing I love about those guys is not a lot of us get to do this, but pigeonhole yourself to a style of beer. And well, and it's not just style of beer; it's a 
a region of beers. They're they're German, you know, beer yeah. stat. And, yeah. and he's English specific, at Hogshead. Just lager. And they're, they're yeah. exactly. Yeah, they're not even doing a Hefeweizen even. Yeah, yeah, they stick yeah. to just lagers. And I think that's great. You know, Whippy does that. and that's, But at the same time, they expand theirs out to non-traditional styles of lagers. So with Whippy. Um, locally, I really love Whippy. I think they're killing it. You know, I mean, they're. Um, sometimes some of their beers don't hit it with me, but most of their beers I do enjoy. And what they do marketing-wise and, and everything, I have high respects for them as far as in my backyard. But if it was, if I could go to a brewery every day after I get off here, I would go to Hogshead. That's crazy. Or I would go to Beer Stat. We live. So, and the other one that I have mad respect for, and I would go to too if he went so fucking far out in Aurora, is Comrade. Because yeah. David Lynn yeah. is a fucking incredible brewer mm-hmm. and uh all those guys i have mad respect but we've all been in this industry for a long time david lynn learned under D- bill i at dry dock back in the day so i mean it's just tight with brewers that have like kind of all worked under each other and there's younger ones out there too they're doing awesome it's jobs like david yeah. lynn's one of those you know because yeah, how long were you at oscar blues? so i was at oscar blues for about five years okay um, i actually was expecting you to say right on because no. I, I was gonna see has yeah. it been kind of cool and crazy to be a part yeah. of seeing so many different brewers start in different yeah. places and now they have all branched out to all these other breweries exactly and you know it's, it's funny though because like uh, i i hired uh, tim matthews you know when i was there and got him in there I actually had to fight to get tim matthews in there now he's runs all their breweries you know yeah. under uh, the canarchy collective and um so he still owes me some money for that <laughs> but, uh, anyway so i'll leave yeah, that up to him the there, there you go the yeah exactly so uh, yeah, I'm still owed for uh, ten fifty was my beer too. So uh, he still owes me for nice. that. Oh, yeah. So that was my recipe. Yeah. Okay. So is that kind of the Scott? I mean, is the we heavy that you have here? That's old chub. It's not right, old chub. Right, right. No, I was gonna say old chub is like. It's, oh, I forgot. It's old chub is uh, man. It's a uh, man. It's kind of in between a Scottish and a wee heavy because it's not up there hard like a and super malty like a uh, like a wee heavy would be um, more syrupy like. Um, and it's kind of in between like an export uh, Scottish ale. Yeah, yeah. So it's right in that way. It's right at that 8% level when, you know. 1050 is an Imperial style. So 1050 is an Imperial style. Yeah, okay. Oatmeal Imperial style. Got it, got it. Yeah. Alonzo, how so. the hell did you get teamed up with this madman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly just by staying quiet and not talking yeah, well, shit. I had three wishes and uh, <laughs> <laughs> <I> left. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, I, uh, you know, I just actually relocated here from California no less than two weeks ago, or a little more than two weeks ago. He's from California. Yeah, so. Um, we'll forgive him for now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> for now. Because my brother was telling uh, me, like, dude, just so you know, like, it's not fucking cool to say you're from California out here. Like, people would be like, oh, I'd like, rather you say that than I'd Texas. I'd rather you say that than yeah. something else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just kind of started applying and, you know, saw this, you know, ad and um, thought it was awesome. Looked at, you know, looked it all up online. And, yeah. You know, I worked for a yard house, so I'm okay. you know, familiar with, you know, different types of beers. Probably not that intricate as, you know, Mike's. Right. Menu, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, there's, yeah, yeah. yeah. the there, there's going to be some intricate stuff on there yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of how I, you know, landed here. And, uh, but, yeah, I'm really happy. About what part of California? What's that? What part of California? Okay. L.A.? Oh, yeah, no wonder you got the fuck out of there. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. we people, hear about. People ask me, they're like, why'd you leave? I was like, you probably have yeah, 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 you haven't been there. Right. Well, and all the comics, all the comedians that we know out there are like leaving because there's no, there's nothing going on in LA at all right now. Yeah. Everything's shut down. Like almost first phase shut down. Yeah, so every, everybody's like coming out here to hang out and do stuff. Uh, right, right. 
So I, I get it. LA celebrated. Yeah, I don't know. A bunch of like natives here always complain that people are coming in. Like, I mean, Steve's a native. I am not. I'm a native. Nice. <laughs> there you go. Cool man. people. Yeah. yeah, we did it. Back to the 18. Well, people are always giving us shit. And I'm like, well, it's <laughs> not. Yeah, you didn't found this place. Like right, right. Like, you should yeah. be proud that people are coming in. Like, dude, this place is dope. Like, this is why I'm coming here. Yeah. Well, it's also I can't blame you it kind of it. amazes me how it took so long to be honest for people to start coming it was to legal Denver. weed, man. That's what it got was legal everybody. Weed. Like, yeah, you really think right that was in. the boom? Yeah, people hate the was. cold. People don't come here for the cold, no, but also they don't like come here for the cold. If 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 you were into like skiing or snowboarding, like yeah, c- yeah. like you got to deal with the cold to do that shit. Yeah. So when people uh, used to look at Colorado like it was fucking Alaska or something, you know, and it's like, yeah. and it was like you didn't want to tell them that it wasn't, you know, it was like, oh yeah, man, it's miserable. It's cold like this all the time, you know. They realize that snow's hard and be cold for a couple weeks and it'll be back in the 50s and everything melts you know down here yeah yeah and yeah. it's like yeah and it's beautiful you have more sunshine all year long 300 days of sun you know so, and right. let's not forget yeah. once again legal weed yeah legal weed <laughs> yeah, we, we pioneered it for the rest of the world man yeah. i mean so california that, only had wreck first <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. There was a cool they, or not wreck they had uh, what was that uh, yeah. medicinal before someone's us. A, someone smoked a, two, a couple too many blunts this morning huh? <laughs> yeah maybe yeah no if I did it this morning, I wouldn't even be here right now. I wouldn't have left the house. <laughs> I'm midnight, Dogger. Uh, Nothing yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of the cool facts that I found about, found out about Colorado uh, is the state that has the most sunshine of all states. Yeah, 300 days. Yeah. 300, 300 days, days a year. man. Yep. Yeah. Suck it, yeah. Florida. Yeah. yeah. And California, California, man. Everyone yeah. thinks it's 75 and beautiful. I'm like, no, it's fucking 95. Yes. And fucking congested as shit. Okay? Yeah. And you're going to get a parking ticket no matter where you go. I was Oops, actually... fucking give you one on the freeway. I was out there right before the shutdown. I went to Disney World. Or not just Disneyland. Yeah. And I couldn't have gone at a better time because it was cold that day, so oh, nobody okay. went. And also, everybody was scared about coronavirus. So we got to go and, like, I got to ride almost all of the rides in the day. Sweet. By himself, like, with a mask yeah. on. Yeah. He's going to get that picture. Yeah. yeah. Oh, at yeah. the end of the roller me coaster. On, me on Splash Mountain just crying into my mask. Did you, did you do your whole Star Wars whatever experience? Dude, it fucking ruled. Yeah, it was the coolest shit. Yeah. Uh, it, like, they have that new ride, and it is probably the most fun ride I've right ever on. been He on. got out of the cart and everything. He's, like, <laughs> yeah, he's going to stab yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nobody's yeah. here. I'm literally your only customer. Yeah. I'm a big Star Wars fan. Obviously, you guys have like a sci-fi theme here. Yeah. It's pretty important. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. So as a big Star Wars fan, I did. I like the first time I came in here, I was like, oh, it's like the cantina of the cantina was on Cloud yeah. City. It's such a cool fucking exactly. vibe in here. Yeah, yeah, it really is. They did a great job. Yeah. Sean, who's up there, did an amazing job and all this stuff and designing yeah. it all. Gorgeous. So who's the, the nerd uh, in the establishment? Like, how did all of this come to fruition? How did it all come to fruition? I want to bring one of them down here for that. You can. <laughs> Sean, you want to come say how it all came to fruition? I'd rather come out of your mouth. I mean, this mouth. place is crazy looking. Looks like you're inside of a spaceship. <laughs> I don't know if we can hear you in a mic, though. Not really. Well, it all started in the kitchen. It all started in the kitchen. I don't want to have to narrate everything yeah, you, you said. Yeah, you have to 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 have We're going to uh, have you guys chug a couple beers if you want to get those pouring while we sure. learn about how Outworld started. So, so why is know. this sci-fi themed? What what were you going for? What's uh, the whole purpose? My choice. Was it yours? What's that? Oh, no. Oh, I yeah. Said, I the the chug beer, yeah. yeah. The chug, yeah, yeah. My oh, choice. The, the sci-fi thing was uh, like more or less my, my nephew's idea. 
But this is like next level sci-fi. It looks like you're inside of a spaceship. Well, well, yeah. Try, you know, try to get yeah. Exactly. Let me care. But as far as the design goes, can't go left, right? Oh, uh, you're good. Just hold it up. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, we just draw pictures in the kitchen. Uh, you know, yeah. talking about it. And finally, we got you know, a set up that we kind of like, and we just sent it to the architects, and they kind of. And then it came. It's awesome. It on paper. Yeah. And it was up to us to make it real. You know? Yeah, and you guys have like. Beautiful. Yeah, you guys have a whole family affair because your nephew's Jeremy, uh, Brenda, and I'm sorry, I forgot. Danny's Danny. my brother. Danny. Yeah. There was a sister involved right, early on. The yeah. owner and me and him are. Brothers. Awesome. And Danny's been involved with doing, setting up all our sound. And Just for everybody that can't tell, we, there's people all over the place. <laughs> We've got people chiming in from up on the balcony. Yeah, there you go. Danny's actually the funniest one of them all. Yeah, That's a lot of pressure. He's, that's why you didn't want to do the podcast. <laughs> you should make him chug. We can we, we'll make everybody chug. Chug, Danny. Then give him the mic. Yeah, okay. Chug? Yeah, we're gonna make you chug. Yeah, that's kind of the idea behind the it's chug is we get people here. to do a beer and then we have them tell jokes and then the, they usually just start to loosen up a little bit more. Yeah. It's fun. We get cool, man. Chug. Dortmund or uh, Kolsch. Well, we're not chugging. That's you guys. That's you guys. I'll tell you. We've trust me. We've, we've chugged we've plenty. <laughs> <laughs> it's for bragging rights for everybody that's on the show. So. I'll do a Dortmunder though. Okay. Please and nice. thank you. Alonzo, when's the last time you actually chugged a beer? Me? Shit, dude. Like a year ago. Okay, so not that long. Yeah, yeah. so recently. Yeah. You'll be alright. Yeah, right. <laughs> it says that I'm boring or. No, it says you're, you're the life of the party. I don't think it comes up that often. Yeah, I think you're alright. If I had asked Butt Chug, you'd be like last week. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's got my designated room. funnel that hangs yeah, exactly. hangs in my above Frank, my room. Frank the tank, you know, he's you know in a case. I use a to siphon gas and. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm excited for this. This is gonna be. And it's in the nice presentation glass and everything. Are you right, gonna go, right. Mike? Are you gonna go for the eight, over eight percent, or are you gonna keep it light? I'm gonna keep it light. He's gonna keep it light. Go straight strategy, but, uh, pure I mean, ability, not looping the system at all. Trying to keep his job. Yeah. I could probably do it easier with a higher percentage. Mike's got a big talk about this uh, chug game he's got. I'm really excited to see this. We had our we had somebody on the show last night. We were doing a comics episode, and our friend Harrison was gun ho about it from the start. And he went back, like he went to take a big gulp back, like he was gonna wreck it, and then immediately just poured it like onto his face. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, fir- the first time you beer bonged. When's the last time you beer bonged? Yeah. 1989. Were you celebrating the fact that I was born? <laughs> All right. We gotta. We are gonna go one at a time, guys. Uh, and you're Danny. Yeah. Cool, Danny. Come say hi to the. Come say hi into the microphone. Uh, the world. So yeah. Everybody. Basically our pa- Basically our parents. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Yeah. Thanks, bud. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. Well, well we heard you were funny, and if you're going to be doing the chug, then people need to know who you are, essentially, is yeah, what we so just kind of come down to. Right now, on the, on the 
give us give well give us a second so we'll explain the rules Uh, you guys are opting to do the under eight percent so we can't shave any seconds off of your time essentially once it hits your lips we'll start timing you i'm probably going to roast you maybe give you some color commentary while it happens just the way that it goes so So if i don't like my time on this one can i go to an eight percent afterwards and do it back to back yeah i'll allow it yeah (laughs) yeah, we can do we can do a six point shave for doing two back to back this is how we want yeah. Uh, I guess since I'm the head brewer, maybe I should go first. I don't know. Do you want to set go the one tone? Time? Yeah, we could do that. That way everybody has something to shoot for. Okay, uh, Mike, you first. What so do you want to say time? You want to say time? An- and announce mark? whatever beer you're, you're uh, drinking. Yeah, everybody, you everybody's prepared? doing a Dortmunder lager, which is the uh, – which is the. Uh, Jeez, what did we name this thing? Why did I just <laughs> Galactic. Galactic. Has Bar- I actually, and I actually <laughs> named this one. I've named very few of them, but this one I actually did name. It's Galactic Baracho for a reason. I'm the Baracho. <laughs> we'll see about that. So right. did you have a joke prepared today, too? Did I have a joke prepared today? I'm not a man of many jokes. I, I only have like two in my whole repertoire, and they usually always come around Christmas, so they're like Christmas jokes. So okay, well, great. Find yeah, somebody we'll, with we'll somebody he- a better one. We'll hear it after you chug. All right. Yeah, so as soon as you're chug. done chugging, you get to tell the All joke. Right, you just tell me when to go. Whenever you're ready. Stand I'm ready. Up. Freeing up some space. You're good, buddy. Go? As you just stare longingly into my eyes. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't start the time. Somebody's <laughs> got to say go. You're good. Go. Not bad. Big gulper. That's pretty impressive. Yep. And he's got a little despair on the old moustache. There we go. <laughs> we lost. <laughs> nice. Belgeability right, is key. Good. We're that big fans of that. One. If you got to release some gas, go for it. We're big fans. I advocate for gas release. Is what he said. <laughs> now, Mike, now, Mike, do you have your joke for us? Okay, yeah, I do have my joke for us. Ah. Uh, it's, it's it's real simple, man. It's uh, man, which one should I go with, Sean? You know the only two. Uh, his opener and his closer. I'm gonna do this because it actually follows uh, probably Thibodeau's uh, uh, joke um, that he did, but his his took so long. Yeah, to try tell. to keep it under 30 seconds. Yeah, it will definitely be under 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> what did the walrus ask for Christmas? What? A tight seal. Nice. <laughs> nice. That was uh, under 30 seconds. Animal sex jokes. I'm in favor. <laughs> Big wants, fan. Who wants to go next? Who's up? I don't know any jokes. Man. That's okay. You, you, yeah, you didn't know about this. You, what, said, you said you were the funny one. Situational comedy based off of... Uh, <laughs> Do you want us to yell out some improv, uh, some improv suggestions? Cars! One thing at a time. You just start roasting us. <laughs> oh, no. He's too nice of a guy. <laughs> First dates. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. I meant whenever you're ready. Uh, okay. I'll just. This might be a joke in an episode. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Let's hope so. Just call. Just, just, just say when I do it. Go. Go. For it. go. Chug Danny. Chug Danny. Chug Danny. Oh, man. Chug. Oh, oh, man. Two ounces oh, in. Oh, a little bit of a oh, he looks no, like he's, he's in pain. He was just in his head for a second. Yeah. Very uncomfortable. Oh, he's so kind of gassy. He's got the chipmunk cheeks going. I, oh! I want to move out of the way. I feel like you're going to spit this up on my This is your last day for a reason. Oh! Oh, oh man. Okay. Time. All right. <laughs> and he's out. Oh, and he's out. <laughs> and he left. Oh, my God. Alrighty. Not bad. Go Not as bad office. as you thought it might be, to yeah. be honest. I want to retract on my statement, second to last place. Number two is pretty good. Number two is not bad. Uh, All right. Alonzo, whatever you're ready to oh, go, go, man. Go. Yeah, bud. 
Because he wasn't talking oh, as yeah. big of a game. Oh, he was yeah. kind of a sleeper, yeah. but this he's is a Alonzo's first day. Hasn't spelled first a day yet. of work. And now oh, you know that was impressive. Up. All right. All right. All right. Well, we, we may have hired the right person. <laughs> this is a proving ground. <laughs> Steve oh. and I are actually the owners of this brewery. <laughs> and we're testing you this whole time. A <laughs> 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 secret undercover boss. <laughs> Sean, oh. you're looking a little nervous over there. <laughs> <That's a natural laughs> After watching sense. Danny. <laughs> All right, Alonzo, what do you got for a joke, bud? Not really a joke, just maybe a motto, you know? Okay. Get on her, stay on her. If you can't come in or come on her. All right. Yes. You know? Not a joke, definitely not a joke. A word to live by, okay. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's now like, we know more. That's how you like close uh. out a sex party show. You're just like, <laughs> oh, my clothes are bombed, so I'll leave you guys with this. <laughs> Let me get you a towel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a mop, towel, yeah. sanitizing wipes. Uh, <laughs> 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 He'll have that because he's going to be running around naked soon. <laughs> Why do you have a Mohawk Valley wrestling mm. shirt after you? <laughs> All righty. All right, Sean. Sean, are you going to do it? Sean told me yesterday this was his biggest fear, was having to be on here and chug a beer. Really? Mine's spiders. Said he's never been a good chugger. <laughs> Mine's public speaking, ironically. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> Whenever you're ready, show him how it's done. Casual sipper. Real Sunday stroll. No, Sunday you know, stroll. Like that. He knows Down and easy, time. no mess. There's yeah. no mess. He's not going to break any records, but he's not going to lose any not a, Yep, that's like it. That. There All we right. go. All right. Straightforward and clean. We got the whole Outworld team on here. Nice. Mm. Uh, pretty good time. Not a bad work day. Who wants to take a lunch break? <laughs> <laughs> this is, all right, well, time uh, for this, lunch. This is lunch. <laughs> this is brewery lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what you do uh, every day. Yeah, do, you have yeah. any, do you have any jokes? Okay. So, uh, <laughs> as soon as you come I do, up I do have a, uh, I do have a buddy from, uh, from uh, uh, I guess it's, uh, he's at, um, what is that, up there in Castle Rock, Rockyard. Yeah. Uh, John Schneider goes by uh, named Black Fox. Anyways, uh, he uh, we used to do. That's uh, my furry name. We used to do. Uh, there you go. We used to do a Black Fox breakfast, and that meant we would go. This is, we worked years ago, man. Twenty years ago at uh, Bristol Brewing Company together, and we would go to a uh, this little uh, play, breakfast place called uh, Rudy's Hideaway, and uh, and we would get what we call Black Fox breakfast, and that was. Uh, Literally a beer and a shot of tequila at like 9 a.m. <laughs> oh, yeah. Before we go start the bottling line. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, especially if you're working a bottling or a kegging line. There you that's go. That's a long it, arbitrary It's a day. long yeah, day yeah. of mindless work. Just making sure shit doesn't that's go right. terribly yeah. wrong. You're that's just fixing it. stuff all day. You're just fixing day. shit all day and My drinking as many low fills as you can get off that line. Right. And the worse the machines run and the more low fills you got. So you got to clean that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, my experience is... Uh, the intro of Laverne and Shirley just putting the glove on the bottle and waving, <laughs> waving goodbye. a goodbye. My day's work is yeah. done. Bye. As it totally destroys the packaging machines down the line. <laughs> yeah, as I, exactly. Later in life, I was like, that, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> really, everything about Laverne and that Shirley bitch just was burned that place up. down. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to have to fix that goddamn machine. Doing it our <laughs> way. Doing it all the way. <laughs> Fucking them all the way. <laughs> Somebody's got to come in on Saturday. That's right. <laughs> yeah, she got the good shift, man. That the late shift people 
Yeah. All right. What do we got? What do we, let's get. Let's see the time. So time. Uh, Danny, you did not come in the, the last place by any means. See? Uh, not last. Yeah. Do we've had how many chugs do we have at this point? We are up to sixty-four chugs. Yeah. I and mean, you, there's a lot of people that have done this, and it's got to be. It's pretty hard to be last at this point. Okay. Okay. You have about. You have about nine people behind you. Uh, you came in at 19.53 seconds. Jeez. Not bad. Under uh, 20. Next closest. Room to improve. Uh, Sean, who hasn't chugged a beer since 1989. <laughs> <laughs> well, he can't say it anymore. <laughs> Started chugging beers again in 2020. Uh, <laughs> Took a long break. Uh, it's been that year. Yeah. yeah. Nobody uh, would blame you for it. Yeah. <laughs> Went from 40s OE down to this. <laughs> 10.46 seconds. Very oh, respectable. Yeah, time. that's wow, good. That ain't too bad. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, you're really dead center. You're right behind uh, the one and only John Hamm, okay. who writes uh, all sorts of music for us. And he's yeah, the he's best. the one that does the interesting. He'll probably come up. He'll probably, you'll probably have him play a concert here at some point. He's amazing. Cool. Uh, next up, Alonzo, first day on the job, coming in with a, a pretty good 8.52 seconds. Respectable for under day 10. one. Yeah, man. No, you don't want to go full guns blazing on the first it's good day. To know wherever, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's also yeah, good to know where everybody easy. stands at this point, too. Right, you guys right. can have your own internal leaderboard. This is the most number of people that we've ever had from one brewery oh, do good, the chug good. on the show. So it's uh, good to know where you all stand okay. with each other. Here yeah. we go. Mike, you were able to crack the top five, knocking out Ed Bell from the top five. Oh, man. Really? Yeah. Coming in at 3.85 seconds. Did I really? Yeah, wow. dude. Congratulations. Right. Well done. <laughs> top five? Wow. Top five. I can do better, guys, just so you know. Like anything you want rough. to say to the fans out there. Ah, you know, just uh, keep chugging, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know? My, chug along. Come my, in my, or my come wife would tell you I'm just as fast. <laughs> I almost spit my beer over I just like to get things this. over with. Yeah. So. <laughs> Efficiency. Well, done. that's yeah. the key. Right. You've yeah. been working right. in the beer industry for a long yeah. time. Well, I was telling, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. What the worst feeling in the whole world would be if you're just about to come and then you died, <laughs> right? right? Like if you were just you about go. to. Yeah. Or if you like stuck your entire dick in her mouth and she had a full-on conversation with you. That's pretty bad feeling. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it's like more from Alonzo. Yeah, I always get the dental assistant that asks me like open. Did you make questions. him tell these oh, jokes yeah. in his interview? Oh, wow! <laughs> yeah. No, <That's> great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I definitely know he can handle Sean and I now around the building. <laughs> the rest of them, I'm not too sure. <laughs> Wednesday through session. Yeah, yeah, you're technically not open open days. Wednesday through Sunday. Talk about deep throating. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Some people have Taco Tuesdays, deep throat Thursdays. I always, always said, uh, what was I? I was just talking to uh, some other brewers I know, a buddy of mine that Nate Watkins. It's over at uh, Counterculture in Denver, and I had lunch with him on. uh, what was it, Friday, last Friday? But uh, And uh, Dave Mendes, he's been in the industry for a long time with Mountain Sun and Pump House here in Longmont locally and has been consulting. He was actually the original consultant for Outworld Brewing, too. But uh, they were we were talking about something. Oh, another brewer friend of ours that was thinking about opening up a non-alcoholic brewery. And oh, uh, I won't name his name at this point just yeah. because of what I'm going to say. But I, I let, they, we were talking about that, and they were like, non-alcoholic, why would you do that? And I said, I don't know, man. I've always looked at non-alcoholic beer like jacking off into a condom. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know to save for later. Uh- <laughs> there you go. Maybe, man. I guess it depends how freaky you are. Yeah. <laughs> 
Give it a, give it time. Maybe it'll uh, maybe it'll yeah, get better. <laughs> out of plastic yeah. grocery bags. I don't know there what you're going to say. There we go. <laughs> it's something to hang on to it with. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations exactly. on cracking the top five, especially because you. You, you didn't do an so 8%. Who, who's ahead so, of me? Who's ahead of me? That's what I want to know. See if I know the names. Uh, so first place is uh, still Matt from the Pint Room down in Littleton, mm-hmm. one of the managers. Uh, and then we have... Manager. He was wow, 0.63 seconds. 0.63 seconds. Wow. Followed. It was an eight percent. It was an eight percent. You guys got to get. You guys just did ska, but you need to go to Durango and get Joe Hole from ska. Oh, we're we're planning some trips down. Just make sure you get Joe Hole. He does all their. uh, He does their R and D brewery at ska in in Durango. He's a beast, huh? He's awesome. Yeah, that dude used to be a Colorado Springs guy too, and uh, I learned a lot from that guy back in the day. So if the beer was over eight percent, then you get three seconds off your time. For another round. That's usually what Sean's Dude, you're, drinking. You were That's late. what I'm saying. I could probably go back to back and do it. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, you were a late sub. I can't explain all the I rules. Realize leave it up to your coach. You guys also have, because most breweries now, can only do If it was a pint of JMO, I mean, that would be gone. But. You guys also have a liquor license to sell liquor, too, right? Absolutely. Where Do you guys have like a distillery that you like to work with, or do you just kind of get His whatever you Jack feel Daniels. like? Um, yeah. Right now, they've been. we've been getting some things that we're going to be changing that up here soon with this man over here alonzo but uh no i there's some uh, i think we have in my mind we have some of the best uh distilleries in colorado um and two in our backyard with um with um long tucky yeah. distillery and oh, also yeah. spirit hounds those guys are absolutely amazing one of my buddies uh, actually two good friends of mine the head distiller at spirit hounds was the original brewer for oscar blues way back in the day and uh and one of the other owners, Wayne Anderson, was the uh, um, did was the pretty much our uh, VP of sales um, when I was at Oscar Blues, and he got us. He's the one that helped get us launched and uh, and did it well. Awesome, cool. So who else is ahead of him on the leaderboard? So after Matt, uh, second place is Ryan from Bear. And what are the, what's the time? Uh, One point oh six seconds. I met those dudes yet? They're great. They're they're yeah, a lot of fun. People. They make good beers. Nice. Are they uh, the ones? Are they in Fort Collins? No, they're, they're in uh, Denver. Denver. Okay. On South Broadway. South Broadway. Okay. Even though it's technically North Broadway, it's, it's still that neighborhood. They're still staying south. Okay. Cool. Uh, and then uh, third place, Kevin from Dry Dock. Kevin. Kevin. I know Kevin pretty well. Yeah. He killed Kevin it. crushed Kevin it. Kevin crushed it. I could imagine that man. Look he at the so size excited. of that dude's mouth for one. <laughs> yeah. He actually swallowed he a big and that beard is like a big sponge. Yeah. So if he still has the beard, I don't know. He soaked up half of it in there. Soaked up half in there already fourth place is our comedian friend the very funny zach moss mm-hmm. came in uh fourth still keeping the comics proud uh and then of course mike you are in fifth see i should have done the high grad i should have done the eight percent yeah above. because I if you did the eight percent how what yeah. was time if you had done, done the eight percent you would be in second behind matt mm-hmm. if you had done eight percent next time can i do it now i don't give a shit if you can if you can do it yeah, yeah oh yeah we're going to get him to say some shit he regrets. Mulligan. It's <laughs> <laughs> like oh, I'm playing yeah. disc golf with Steve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, every hole has a mulligan. Each hole gets its own mulligan. So he's using a non-traditional glass for whichever beer he's going so, to do. Which beer are you going to do? The Scotch Wee Heavy, something a little caramely, yeah. a little less carbonation. What's the ABV I on it? It's 10.3. It's a big hoss. I think it'd be fair to do the triple because it's a little bit lighter and cleaner in sense and body, but. 
I mean, that's I'm respectable. Gonna, I'm just going to make it right, and I'll go with the uh, planetary devastation scotch we heavy. Okay, whatever you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever rationale you want to make for yourself. You can you pour gotta, me? You guys got to try this. Can you? See what he's yeah, that's what I was going to say. Can we grab a couple Let's tasters of that? Yeah. Yes, I would recommend it. Yep. Just to see the magnitude of the feet that you all are. Yeah, if you guys haven't had this beer, this is probably. I'm telling you. Yeah, I tried what? some of it. The beer is. It's intense. I love me a Scotch Wee Heavy. I think they could all be improved on. This is one beer that I have probably up here that I feel I nailed that. Great. And still, I feel I could use some work, but. Always tweaking. Yeah. You Oh, Alonzo's getting involved too, oh, huh? I'm not doing <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, this podcast is getting off the rails fast. Yeah. I just saw a man that, you know, as a comedian, gets serious, so that's a sign to me. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's going to... But but to his point, sometimes chugging a higher ABV beer actually is a lot easier. But anyways, this is our planetary, devast- planetary devastation scotch we heavy. And... Um, it's uh, probably my favorite beer I've done since I've been here. And as a matter of fact, I'm getting ready to rebrew it. This will actually be the first beer we've run out of. So, because of COVID and all. Nice. So, yeah. This is the weed. <laughs> okay, folks. This, this is real. This is some serious shit right. right here. It's about, it's about to get real. Mike, it's going to be like the real, real world right here. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. It's all about right. to get puck okay. up in here. All right. Give, give the people what they want. Jeez, what a what a monster! Beast mode. Wow, wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's actually easier to do than the other. That's it's what I'm saying. Yeah, because it's not as carbonated, and the sweeter flavor just makes it, I think, a little bit more palatable. <laughs> Pretty good on the fly. I mean, this is the first mulligan that we've ever had on this. That show, is the first mulligan. <laughs> you can put that into the mulligan Thank level. You. Let's see if people want to go from that to that. Then, then maybe we can start a new division. Thank you. Uh, so, I mean, because uh, you is... have another Christmas joke, right? Well, why don't you go ahead and tell us? <laughs> <laughs> if we get another Christmas joke in here, yeah, the score doesn't count unless you give us another joke. It, unlike uh, unlike Thibodeau's joke, uh, this one's actually pretty quick. It doesn't take 20 minutes. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> now if I can remember the joke. Here we go. All right. Yeah, that's what happens when you tug <laughs> two beers back to back. And like I said, they're all Christmas jokes here. So, this will like, load everybody up for Christmas this oh, year this on their jokes. Work. Two here, anyways. Sorry. What do, uh, uh, what do uh, female reindeer do around the holidays? A tight seal. <laughs> no, they thought about it, though. They just go into town and blow a few bucks. All right. Wow. Hey. Ching, ching. Ching, ching. <laughs> and I'm out. Oh. And I'm out. <laughs> so what was my time? Yeah, man. Tell them. Tell Where did them. I fall? So your time, uh, <coughs> I hate to tell you, but your second chug was slightly slower Slightly than the slower, first. probably. Almost. Almost, though, you could barely notice. Your first chug was 3.85. Your second chug... Uh, which will have three seconds taken off. There you go. Is 3.92, putting you into second place All overall. Right. But that is a mulligan. You got to put that out there. No, now. no, no. Right. He did it. You These did rules it. are Alrighty. flexible. Okay, there you go. We're giving it to you. There you so. go. Has anybody ever done two chugs? That's what I want to know. No, All that's right. the first. No, not, not at the same time, at least. Alrighty. We've. I'm giving him a mulligan. Yeah, that's. Yeah. He, we, we, we had this conversation, but yes. 
Corey gives him to whoever wants yeah. to work. The there you go. Now you need to get like all of us together to like hit each other up at the same time. That's what like, I'd like to do is like for some kind of a reunion or anniversary yeah. show. Yeah. yeah, we'll do a real yeah. world road maybe Rose a Christmas reunion. show, and I can redo the jokes. <laughs> 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 they better be better the second time around. <laughs> I'll look up oh, some more. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Very impressive. So, how did well you? I guess I'm curious about so what your path was to get here. Oh, to I mean, get here? I'm, yeah, because it's a new brewery, yeah. newish brewery, yeah. open in February. So, right? literally, I moved here uh, from California two know, weeks ago. No, that was that was Alonzo. <laughs> <laughs> if it, if it, are you talking about me or Alonzo? Uh, you. I oh, was, me. I was just making fun of oh, Alonzo no, no. a little okay. bit. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Even after it hits his first day, he's supposed to. It's FNG over here. So. <laughs> um, no, uh, uh, my path coming into this was, uh, you know, I'd, uh, I'd left Oscar Blues, and um, I just wanted to try something new and different at that time. They were going in a corporate level I didn't want to go to. Yeah. I'm very anti-corporate. I spent, um, you know, first, I don't know, eight years of my career as, um, you know, out of, you know, college, whatever, um, as a field engineer, electrical field engineer. So, um, traveled a lot. Did a lot of things, was able to hit a lot of breweries, things like that. And I was an avid home brewer at that time, but um, I hated everything I did. Um, I hated just being away, being gone all the time, and, and you're out enjoying shit, but you're by yourself all the time. It was no yeah. fun in that. That's, but, uh, that's life of a comic right there. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Exactly. You know, So I can see why they all do tons of drugs and fun shit. But, uh, yeah, but, uh, the worst. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, so anyways, the... Uh, I uh, got through that anyways, got after 9-11, just went into to Bruin and decided I'm going to go do something I'd love to do. And Well, 9-11 was what got you into Bruin? 9-11 is what got me into Bruin because into I got York? laid off from engineering with, uh, with oh. uh, Emerson Process Management. I thought we had another like Steve yeah. Ranasisi yeah. situation going on. No. I just saw the world burn down in front of my eyes and said, I need to start brewing. Beer. There you go. Yeah. It was weird, but it was... But, I was avidly homebrew, but I was laid off for a year. So a buddy of mine in Colorado Springs, uh, Dwayne Luan, owned a uh, homebrew shop there, still does, and he actually owns a uh, small brewery up there. Um, and uh, But anyways, we uh, I moved on and got into brewing in that way. So anyways, when it came to, like, Oscar, where was our question even going, man, after chugging that last one? <laughs> and then uh, we just realized that Mike just blacked out and just came to <laughs> Talking about 9-11 a whole uh, bunch. Yeah, yeah, we're back to the war. Uh, <laughs> flashback back to, to Nam. Nam. Nam, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, so, I'm, in, I'm a similar boat, man. Like, when I was, I used to work for, like, more corporate, or, yeah. like, corporate-ran yeah. brewery. And once it starts to get so, so big corporate. and it's not about the beer anymore, yeah. it really is kind of lame. And if I ever were to work for a brewery yeah. again, I'd want to be yeah. a smaller, smaller establishment where everybody right. is in the same room. You know, it's making all the decisions. Yeah. Marketing manager, sales manager, brewer, owner, whoever yeah. the fuck. Yeah, everybody's exactly. kind of talking to each other and is good at what they're good yeah. at, as opposed to having things trickle down from 30,000 exactly. feet. Exactly. And that's what was happening at OB at the time. And uh, I loved it there, man. I really did. Um, you know, the head brewer there and I, we were kind of almost, I was the lead brewer, he was head brewer, but we were almost pretty co, and it was bad because... Both of us had different philosophies on what we wanted to do. He was a very yes man where I was like, fuck no. If we don't believe in this, let's fight it and let's do what we want to do and sure. should do. And, you know, and I think Dale had a high respect for that with me. 
Uh, Dave Chichura was the guy at the time who I still have a high respect for. That guy would jump in the trenches with at any time. That guy could definitely was a you know as far as working goes, that guy could like ball out and do it. You know, and but that once, was like old school time. But once a brewery gets to be a certain size, size. the marketing department starts making yep. decisions. Marketing happens. Fun. You get all this, and then we hired a guy. I had uh, I had actually blown my knee out there working, and was on workman's comp and. They hired a guy named... Outworld's been around since February, yeah? Um, yeah, we opened at the end of February this year. You were brewing. Two weeks, literally two weeks before uh, COVID hit. Yeah. But right. what was the direction that you wanted to take this place stylistically? Stylistically, I mean, it's what, what the owner, and that's what, you know, I kind of... Yeah, we were getting to uh, how I came about coming here. I'm back on track. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, no, a buddy of mine, like I said, Dave Mentis, who had lunch with last Friday, and... Uh, was um you know he was their uh, consultant we'd known each other for years when he was the head brewer for pump house for like nine years here in town one of the oldest brew pubs here in town and um dave calls me up and was like hey man i i'm uh, consulting this place you know in longmont man and he knew i kind of wanted to get back this way and i love longmont i love the fact that it's just you know it is boulder county but at the same time it's uh you know it, it has everything to offer a big city here. Fort Collins or Colorado Springs or Denver has to offer right here in town and shopping wise, different things. But it's like takes you five minutes to get to work. There's no traffic in this town. Anybody that says yeah. there's traffic in this town is a bunch of, I'll use his words, pussies. Lonzo <laughs> said pussy. They're pussies. Well, it's because some cows so, got stuff Yeah, and these right? guys are all from LA. They know there ain't no traffic here, is there? Absolutely zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Danny's in the Bay Area. He knows. So, nice. <laughs> so it was, uh, you know, to come back here, I really like the area and I always love being close to the mountains and all that. So I was, uh, he was telling me this was going on and I said, well, I don't want to get in some shit that, you know, is, uh, you know, just people that have a desire to do everything. That's like the new everything, like right. cutting edge, this cutting edge, that let's make cereal beers and fucking throw fruit and shit and milk. And I was like, no, I don't want anything to do with that. So I, I literally, uh, he was telling me that, no, these guys want to do like traditional German lagers, Belgians, and then also have creative fun with IPAs and things uh, like that. And heavy stouts and big beers and want to get a barrel age program. That's something I got four barrels right now. Those oh, yeah. are my first ones because until Sean gets out of my barrel room over here because he's got that as his workshop right now. But uh, um at the same time, that'll all be loaded up with barrels and we'll have some really cool shit. Awesome. There's nothing in That's them right cool. now. So they are in those, man. I got actually the Belgian nice. triple in those and Chardonnay cool. barrels. Yeah. Nice. And then those will be, that'll probably be a Christmas beer. Um, That'll go with my other two jokes, but no. <laughs> that'll be a uh, Christmas beer, and uh, that's going to be, um, I'm going to put uh, um, some uh, Bartlett Pear Puree in that. So, Do you get your barrels locally, too? Yeah, I get them from Rocky Mountain Barrel Company, and cool. they get them from everywhere else. But as far as whiskey barrels, I'm definitely going to shoot for Spirit Hounds and, and also Long Tucky to get mine. And, and Laws, if I can get some, I really have a lot of respect for that dude, too, just because he nice. was an old school uh um what was it uh the uh stranahan's guy so oh yeah 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 so, so i have a question and it might be better for dan or sean um rather than a lot just because it's alonzo's first day sorry but well so the experience the, the very first so the, the the experience of opening a brewery two weeks before the shutdown like how have you guys figured out how to adapt and like maneuver that's a shit time and there's yeah. there was no predicting well, that you know yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's just like the. It's not a dick. You don't have to keep it away from your it mouth. Is, like it's yeah. <laughs> it is chaos. Yeah. You know. I'll be honest, and I'll put it this way in my mind. I'll oh, go ahead, Danny. I don't want to cut because, you off. Well, because most... You guys, the, 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 the obstructions and, and hurdles that these guys have overcome have nothing on this COVID situation. Exactly. So, you know, COVID's yeah. like... Oh, Danny literally is saying yeah. what I was going to say. It was, yeah, because yeah. It, in a sense, really, to be honest, COVID was a blessing in disguise for us because... We really did. We had some shit management going on, and I'm not trying to air things out. Alonzo! But but at the same time, (laughs) we found this guy, and we waited. We waited till we were going to find the right person. Right. And I was like, I don't want us to rush into this or that. We've got the whole COVID situation. And we did. We've literally let this place kind of run itself, and not in a good way, but at the same time. We know when it needed direction, but at the same time, um, our owners were like, yes, let's wait until we find the right person. Yeah. Yeah, and I think smart. we found that with Alonzo, and I yeah. really hope that's the case. And uh, so now we've got a whole lot to live up to there, man. No pressure. No fucking pressure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I appreciate it. Uh, Mike, I do have a question. Uh, you know, to kind of educate everybody, being that you have been brewing for 20 years and this industry. Is this your podcast now? <laughs> <laughs> have you yeah, stolen the podcast? The yeah. Well, FNG <laughs> took over the new podcast. <laughs> it's ever-evolving. I just kind of want to know, you know, kind of where the – where the uh, you know mm. beer brewing process is going, or where it's what it's become, and where do you see it going, and kind of what sets us apart from you know? Oh, at Outworld, yes, yeah. I think the, the the thing that we're doing is we're trying we're we're trying to keep some uh, you know expanding the boundaries of brewing, and I've all I've always been about that. But the style of beer has to be at the bottom layer, and the historical beer has to be there as well. So we're doing historical beers, and we're also having fun with creativity. But we're also keeping beer as a prime element in it and in traditional beer. So, you know, beer has got to be the base of it and everything else can enhance it around it. But, yeah, like I said, with the, the other beers that I don't like, things like that, it's because beer has been lost in it. And the other elements have been put in the forefront, the fruit, the lactose, the this, the that. Yeah. So right, the because milk. you do take the time to make sure that it's precise exactly. the way that it's supposed to be, even if it's your own yeah. flair on it. Because this, so the Scotch Ale is great. It's really caramely, really tasty. But did you want it? Did you really hit the mark with how it turned out? Did you wish it was a little drier, um, sweeter? He did, he did say he's going to tweak the recipe. No, a bit, I right? think yeah. The sad thing is, is that I'm actually out. brewing it again, but I'm not going to tweak it because I just want to see there. Except for with the temperature, I'm just raising my mash temp up a degree. So literally, it's so minor because I really do feel that beer is right where I want it. Yeah. Um, I do feel that it's, uh, or not right where I want it, but it's close. It's, uh, I want just a little bit more heavy in there. And, okay. it, and it's hard to say that because that's a heavy beer. It's quite heavy already. Yeah. So, <laughs> Danny is drinking a 10-ounce glass yeah. of it right now. <laughs> not to give him up. Because the chug wasn't uh, Brian, this is his last day, Brian, just so you know if you ever listen to this. If you have time in your doctor world to listen to this podcast, <laughs> Brian. I love the uh, way that Brian's it, the owner. That's their, oh, okay. their uh, both theirs older brother. Okay. So. I, I mean, because I love the way that the beer turned out, and it's nice to see that you guys are doing stuff that's traditional. Because I, I personally, at this point, I feel like once you go so far into the spectrum of what beer can be, you yeah. come back eventually yeah. to just like, I just want something that's really well done. Yeah. And I just it's want basic. something that's easy to I'll drink. I'll put it this way, man. There's a, all of us kind of old school brew, and I would even say younger ones even, man. It's like you always go back to that beer that, you know, was good times, man. It's like mine's like, you know, literally like, 
anything from Coors Original to PBR and Miller High Life, you know, yeah. to even Schlitz, you know, and those weren't bad made beers. They're not. I'll put it this way, you know, people want to give, you know, everybody the big boys a hard ass time. I would say Coors has actually played well with craft more than any of the other big boys, but um, because they opened back in the day, they opened our labs up to us, man. To oh, like really? Test our beers and shit back in the uh, late '90s and uh, early 2000s. Do you think though that did. maybe they like and that was Greg Casey and his son owns a great fucking uh, brewery in uh, in Glenwood Springs, Colorado, Casey Brewing. Okay. So and Greg Casey was the head of uh, of um, R and D or not R and D, but for uh, the labs, anyways. Um, checking all the shit do you think Coors. that's what like inspired them to do like the colorado native and the they always did before that even man if you think about it back in you know my days it was uh you know they had these uh um shit they had they had premium brands at that time even with the killians irish red they were the first ones to come out with like, oh yeah that i forgot that was there, yeah, yeah. yeah. they what? always did a beer called Winterfest, and they were the only like big brewery that did a winter beer at that time and that's before they they brought in AC Golding under their line. The thing I love about AC Golding, which uh, um, one of my good friends is the head brewer for uh, for AC Golding, um, Jeff. Anyways, he's a great dude. Um, he, um, he literally um, um, came to Oscar Blues, actually. He replaced me when I left, and uh, I felt so bad for him. He's definitely back there now. And that he got to work under Mr. Mr. Uh, John Bryant, who was yeah, such an amazing was, fucker at No yeah, Live Brewing Company yeah. now in Washington. Notorious so, piece of shit. Yes. Yeah, so anyways, and he got a huge dose of him to go, what the fuck did I do? I should have never left Coors. Yeah. When somebody, when a craft brewer ever says, why the fuck did I ever leave Coors for this guy? Yeah, that's not great. That's not a yeah. good thing. Yeah. So anyways, he's back there now, head brewer for AC Golding. And the thing I love about what Coors did, and they even did this with Blue Moon, because, I mean, that was... Blue Moon came about from the dudes, you know, at uh, the Sandlot. I had heard that that is a stolen recipe. Rumor has it that is a stolen that recipe. Was, that was, well, it would be well, said from that, from the brewers, from the Sandlot, but they work for Coors. So you can't say it's stolen because you work for the, the conglomerate company. Sure, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they... Yeah. Yeah, what but Sand- at the same time, What's yeah, Sandlot? they were the one. Now it's called. Now they call it Blue Moon Brewing Company. Sandlot turned their name to Blue Moon Brewing Company. Oh, after I had that no idea. Okay. Up. So and God, I forget his name. Anyways, he left there a couple of years back, and now brewing weed, non-alcoholic weed beers. So wait, so was Sandlot a, a Colorado brewer, and then were purchased by Molson? No, nope. sorry, they were. They had always started under Coors. Okay. And then they came out with the Blue Moon recipe. Yeah. Coors then said, hey, this is great. We can launch this as Blue Moon. That's yeah. when, a few years later, they changed the name of the Sandlot at Coors Field to Blue Moon Brewing Company. Got and it. now they have the brewery that's down uh, whatever street that is now. It's over there by my buddy uh, Robbie's. Brian Boulevard. Um, yeah. Well, I think Distillery 35th. over there. Yeah, Ironton they- Distillery. By the way, if you've ever had Ironton Distillery, those guys are awesome, yeah, too. Yeah, it's really good. My buddy Robbie has the best there. distillery ever in town there, and venue was awesome well here, yeah. the thing with the blue moon spot in rhino is they actually they have so many beers on on tap that they make they, their yeah they make good beer they, make they really do beer. they do man they hey man beer. like i said it's they have all the science behind them they have all the lab they have all that to to enhance what they do and but at the same time yeah that that brewery you know that recipe came out of sandlot brewery at coors field when they opened that yeah with two brewers that were running that at the time and 
So, you know, you know, I could say that about, about uh, you know, um, 1050 if I wanted to, but it wasn't stolen. I gave it to them. And we yeah. as brewers, we do. Did they capitalize on it? Hell yeah, man. But that's their business and you work for them and that's how it goes. You know, it's like, but what you learn as brewers at that point, it's like, save your good shit for when you go out on your own, man. And it's like, and, and I'd be lying if I said I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So, you that's, know. That's a really smart, yeah. interesting And it's like, you that learn that as heard. a young brewer because you want to throw it all out there and go for it. Yeah. But then you learn, like, the world of capitalization and shit like that. And you're like, oh, yeah, well, that didn't get me shit. It got me, like, some cred in the industry. But at the same time, it, you know, to be able to say that's cool and all that. But at the same time, you know that as you're doing it. That's yeah. an awesome And you know insight, you're though. giving it to these people, but it's off your bat and off of your, your mind. But Right, but so, it was because you were given the opportunity in the absolutely. first place to potentially put it out there. Put it out there, absolutely. It and is. as a young brewer, you do that. And it did. It was a feeling ground, and it was like – and all of a sudden, I never knew it was going to end up being Oscar Blues, like, number one, like, you know, uh, seller of uh, their specialty uh, beers. They have know? no idea. So but you, you They do giving- have an idea. They actually know because Dale was in here just uh, about, what, a month ago? And first thing he said to Sean was, like, this guy gave me 1050. So I'll give yeah. Dale props for that, man. That was the first, like, words out of his mouth. Yeah, because I, I gave like, you the platform. Introduced him to Sean, yeah. and he's like... He's like, hey, man. And he's, I was like, I, I, I literally, the, the way I put it was like, I was like, I introduced him to Sean and said, hey, this is a guy that gave this crazy asshole a chance in this industry back in the day to like really do some cool shit. And I did it. And I yeah, did it. Yeah. And, and Dale's like, yeah, he gave me 1050. And he goes, that's been fucking badass. Yeah, that's been us. crushing for us so, for a while. Yeah, no, I have a high respect for that guy. So, you know, a yeah. lot of people, they have a lot of, you know, things. How he took the company. I mean, if you're all throwing that in your face of to become a conglomerate and and Dale did, man. Dale wanted to rule the world, man. And, yeah, I don't, you can tell. and he never denied that to us. He never said he did want to have an anti-corporate stance, but he knew that at some point it would become corporate. Yeah. And somebody that was a part of a larger brewery and then became something else that's even outside of just being a craft beer mm-hmm. company, right? It's private equity, it's owning multiple breweries and whatever. You were a part of that. Yeah. What do you want to do here? Like what's like what's your goal? Is it My package? Is it distribution? Is, is it just on premise sales? Or own premise sales, yeah. I should say. Like what do you what do you envision this place to be? I'd like to see it do all that and then some, man. But right now what I want us to say is on our primary focus, and as soon as we can deliver beer across this bar right here, well, then take the next steps. Let's go start because they want to do distribution and, and things like that. But start right slow. now it's like start simple perfect this before you move to the next step. And that's one thing I learned from Dale, man, because that's what he did. Perfect what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I became the first guy to go into a can. Let's perfect that first. So now we got that going. Let's build the bigger brewery now. Now I got, I can do this now. Let's build this. Yeah. And yeah. So, you know, I'm a little that upset model. that you didn't say that uh, your goal was to have the best comedy venue in town. <laughs> but, you know, I'll let it slide. We're, uh, hey, hey, we're on track well, well, I'm here, so I don't have to say it. <laughs> we're, on, we're, on, we're on track to have the best comedy venue in Longmont. Yeah. Yeah. Soon. He didn't finish. He didn't finish. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Alonzo coming oh, in with the save. Oh, nice. the background. There we go. So We are excited yeah, to be working you with know. you guys for comedy so, It is no. a unique space, and we're looking forward yeah. to working with you guys. And, and that's anymore. really what attracted me to this, though, really, was the unique space, the unique idea of it. I didn't know how the space was going to come out. To be, to be honest, you know, I started here, and uh, it was uh, January 2018, and the owner, Brian Fuller, Sean and and uh, Danny's brother were uh, was uh, you know when I you know my buddy 
uh, talked me into coming here. And uh, so he uh, he literally was, uh, when I listened to their idea and all this, and at first I was like, this just sounds too crazy to almost be true. But yeah. I was like, you know, and I... You know, I was a semi-sci-fi bub, but not, like, huge, you know. It's like, I probably have, my wife was probably even way more than I. She was a huge Trekkie, but at the same time, it was like, um, I really liked the vision of it, and I liked what they were sending themselves towards, and it start with this, build a big brew system so we could do some packaging and distributing down the road, and it's like, find a guy, they wanted somebody super experienced that could take him that, that's worked, you know, on the pub side as well as production, and I had that. And I'll be honest, I like the pub side better. It's just, you know, you have a little more fun, to be honest. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And it gives you that venue. But it's at the same time, I like the the uh, the uh, discipline of uh, production brewing. And I've always run uh, brew pubs the same way I've run production. And right. I'm definitely not the easiest guy to work with. I'm definitely not the, uh, you know, I'm definitely, you yeah, know, more of that I. old school, more Corey, old yeah, you seem uh, You seem stubborn as well. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, I'm pretty straightforward. I'm, I mean, one real, thing I always I, love to I, say. Like is like fuck nice because like everybody's like you know when you're in about talking about people about getting rid of staff or something people are like yeah but they're really nice and you're like yeah but fuck nice because if they were nice they would actually be doing their job and not fucking up every minute yeah, you know yeah, yeah. so you know and it's it, and i'm not you know trying to say that in a native way but i guess that's kind of fuck nice but, but not in a, a negative fuck nice. way <laughs> so anyways yeah. It's, yeah. it's just but no but if people are doing their job and killing it you don't it, everybody's nice yeah you know yeah. so so I don't know. I have an older discipline of shit, and it's. Yeah. I think I'm hard to learn from, but no, a lot of very... brewers that have learned under me also have said that I've made them, but they hated me at the same time, and I'm okay right. with that, actually. No, absolutely. Because I'm not here to be your buddy, you know. I'm hoping that you take something out of it, learn something from it, and I hope... I've told every um, lead brewer I've ever had in this industry... That and there is one that actually said I ruined his life for eight years, which is fucking hilarious. And I'll name I feel him, that man. way That's about Joel Steve. Moore, and he's yeah. at a brewery in Florida right now. Uh, well, something wave. It's brewery, your fault he anyway. went to Florida. So. Yeah, exactly. Hey, man. well, it was because. Uh, but at the same time, <laughs> he wouldn't be where he is in his career had he not gone to Florida. He yeah. was my, you know, my lead brewer in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, and uh, and I did. He he went to brewing school, all that, and then you know left his, the brewery a shit show before he left, and then. You know, came back and I literally fired him. And I was just like, go see, show me you want to be in this industry. You know, yeah. he did. He actually yeah. fought for it and got his way up there. And a buddy of mine told me a few years back, he saw him at a, uh, a Master Brewers Association of America conference. And the guy told him that I ruined his life. And, and my buddy, Troy, who's worked under me, <laughs> who loves me. Anyways, we work. That's the best guy I've ever worked with in my life. And he's up at Red Lake Brewing in Colorado Springs. And he's a badass. But anyways... He was like, he looked at him and said, I worked with Mike Hall like every day for like three years. And he goes, as my boss, and he goes, I would work with that guy any day. Yeah. And he goes, so if he ruined your life, he goes, you probably wouldn't be where you're at in your career if it went for true. him. And he yeah. said the kid actually looked at him and said, yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. yeah, Steve makes my life so. worse every day. <laughs> every day. And, yeah. Every single day. Yeah. But we hang yeah. out all the time. Yeah. And if you, I, if you got hate in your heart, let it out. Hasn't propelled my comedy career, but maybe, just maybe. Just maybe. Uh, yeah. So this is normally the point of the show where, like, we you know we're obviously super excited to work with you guys. Sure. Um, we do like to always take everybody down a notch by having uh, everybody read some negative reviews. Yeah, um, let's do it, man. I'm in. I love this shit. Unfortunately, since you guys because I love Yelp because everybody should be every, instant experts. Everybody's yeah, right. a critic. <laughs> yep. Everybody's opinion is valid. I love it. Let's make sure it's beer related because I love it when it's that. 
Uh, I hate lagers, and your lagers suck ass. It's like, then why the fuck are you drinking a lager if you hate fucking lagers, asshole? Well, having only been opened uh, shortly and with COVID and everything, there are not a ton of negative reviews, which is good. Okay. Uh, I will say that I found this one, and I'm sorry it's not about your beer. Uh, That's all right. Let's go Somebody named Blah Gets, Blah with three H's, Blah Gets, gave you one star. That's a pussy for not giving up their name. One star nine months ago. We came on a Friday at 7 p.m. and they were closed. So disappointed. Uh, And I understand that you guys. Yeah, we know who the dude was. He showed up at the fucking door. It's this idiot from Washington. And it's like, hey, dude, it was posted. We're not open yet. Yeah, you were not open nine months ago. He did it. We have we have no phone way. calls we've saved that like messages. He left messages like that on our phone, and we like we save those. And we just we just play them daily to laugh, man. Like the day our worst days, we play that to just laugh at something. Man. <laughs> Do you still have them? We might, man. I don't know we if would, I, if you can get them. We would love not. to edit that. Oh into my the podcast. god, it would hilarious. We what would. Voice I'd have yeah. to go back and look. It would be. It would all be dependent if Danny erased anything or if Nicole did. Because I saved some of those. Because I had to listen to that one over and over again. Cause <laughs> awesome. Then it yeah, might still if, be there. If I if find it, I'll that. record it to you and send it to you. Because <laughs> that shit was so funny. Because, yeah, he called, what did he call it, man? He called us like, he like, you sons of bitches or something. I forget what it was, man. Yeah, I mean, it was like, it was like it's not our fault that like Google like said we're open when we told Google we weren't. So that would have been that would have been. January. I drove for twenty five miles to come here. And you guys, I'll tell you what, I'll never be back. That's pretty much what it said. It was. A, <laughs> I would just for just for giving me comedy for we did we listened to that for week weeks on anytime we had a bad we at the end of Friday I would always like play that and Sean and I would just die laughing. Cause I start, I started here in 2018, and we didn't open until 2020. 2020, yeah. So literally, we had a long build-out project. I came in here, Brian, the owner Brian said we're going to be open in six months. I walked in the building and I was like, my ass, we're going to be fucking open in six months. I literally looked around here, and this place was a gutted shell. None of this was up yet. The frame of it had just started. The brewery shit had just been put in place. The floor was done, but like. Nothing was, it was a shell of a building. It had still been like cleaned out. So, yeah. So, I, my, my work turned into like, I told, after like a month, I looked at Sean, I was like, I got nothing to do now because there's nothing to do brewing wise until this place is built out. So, I'm your assistant now until that happens. Yeah. Well, at least you didn't have anything bad to say about your beers because you weren't so, fucking open. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, no. Mackenzie Dice, one month ago. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Mackenzie Dice says, one star, extremely slow. Do not recommend. <laughs> that, and that could be taken that so actually, That's why Alonzo's here now. <laughs> <laughs> that is why Alonzo uh, is here. It just says a month ago. It just says a month ago. Yes, that uh, will slow service, be, but so during... You, you, Mackenzie, you were right. I guarantee you, your service sucked. And it's going to only get better from here on out because we got Alonzo now. Alonzo. He's going to make this better for us. He's aiming to make it kind of slow. Alonzo, you only got me two weeks ago. Yeah. He doesn't know how to pour a beer, but he'll do it fast. Come on, Los Angeles. The good thing about uh, my background is that, you know, very corporate, so I have a lot of infrastructure pounded into me. And that's what Mike likes is corporate. There you go. (laughs) It's okay to have a, a that that feel behind it with a 
modern attitude. A little bit right. of your own flair. <laughs> speed of service is definitely something that, uh, you know, definitely drives sales, especially right. when it comes right. to right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right, you corporate shill. Make sure you clock uh, out before you go fuck yourself. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> you can do that on your own time. <laughs> mm. cool. uh, well, is there anything you guys want to just uh, plug or talk about before we get out of here? Any new releases? The one thing I'll say, like, right now, and I think Alonzo can finish this up, is, like, I'm super stoked that he's here and um, super happy about that, you know, because, yes, it's going to give us the direction and drive in our company that we need and uh to to make those you know service issues better um as far as beer goes i'm going to continue to try to do some cool shit and uh and expound boundaries as, as well as do traditional shit i'm definitely going to do lots of traditional you know with belgian and uh bavarian and and we're gonna live it up on some strong beers and some barrel aged stuff and uh we definitely get some kettle sours in there and and uh eventually too i'm hoping to get some uh you know, lambic kind of stuff rolling along, uh, cool, Brett cool, fermentation, cool mixed action. fermentation, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. You so, guys already have a pretty big system back here. We too. do. We have a twenty-barrel uh, systems, which is like enormous for a brew pub because, you know, the first batches I did before we were going to be opening was like going for that, and uh, so um, it was. Uh, yeah, that was a learning curve too because then COVID hit right away and did twenty barrel batches and I dumped a lot of shit. Yeah, you know, it wasn't oh, because yeah. shit went bad; shit just got old. So, anyways, we got fresh beers now. Things like that coming back around, doing a lot more new things. Um, we'll definitely be uh, pushing boundaries. So keep looking at us. Yeah, we're looking. Things forward will be to uh, out of this world. I'll put it that way. Nice. There you go. <laughs> we're looking forward to trying more things so, too awesome. and getting more people in here. I mean, we yeah. take some. We take that onus yeah. on us as well that we want to make you get we want to help bring people into cool. the space like, you know yeah, like, yeah. comedy but, is only as good as the audience there so. you go true i mean true the whole that. thing with comedy nights is it's an opportunity we and we always pitch it and it's true as an opportunity to get people in here on a night that you normally might not have a lot yeah. of people or could be an opportunity for people to just see your space for the first time yeah so we we want to work with the like, not even just want to we're looking forward to working with you guys more um and getting more people in here just yeah. to try out your stuff good deal well, the space of the beer Alonzo, you got anything to say first day? You know, it, I feel like it would be a little premature to, you know, dive into a lot of detail. Um, but I know for sure I, I've been clocked in for two he, hours. Because he doesn't have a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a busy, but talking about business, you know, now you got me on the fence. Um, no, um, you know, I, I already know that I, you know, our, as a team, our big picture goal, you know, kind of you already touched on it, was just to get a lot of, you know, a lot more foot traffic in here. Um, and one of the things that, you know, Mike and I had already been discussing from the interview phase is just educating people. You know, a lot of people don't understand that. And that comes down to leadership and just educating the staff on how to provide that value to the guests. Yeah, word. That education to the guests so that they know, like, you're not supposed to put fucking beer in a milkshake, you know? And this is the way you're supposed <laughs> exactly. to Exactly. No beer and fucking milkshakes. Beer, you know, and why not listen to a couple fucking, you know, jokes and have some great, you know, comedy nights yeah. while you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Nothing. No, I mean, beer is, you know, to unwind. It's to be lighthearted. It's to be having fun. So just like this. So. Unlike comedy, it's yeah. supposed to be. Yeah. Unlike unlike most comedy. No. Yeah. Come on out, folks. <laughs> <laughs> what are they used car sales? We got Subarus. We got Hondas. We got Fords. <laughs> Hyundas. <laughs> 
Do you have any beers you can fit in this bad boy? There we go. Slap there we go. Fit. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much for being on the hey, show. Hey, man. Glad, to, glad you had us, man, to be honest. Because, so, yeah, it was funny because when you guys brought it up, I was like, no, I haven't heard it before. And it's like, uh, then you sent me a few, listened to them, and I was like, I, was, I actually said to Sean, I was like, people actually listen to this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sean. Sean's giving the best. <laughs> Sean's giving the best. Can you do that on camera oh. for us? Can you give that look? Yeah, I mean, some, yeah, some people it's, listen it's like, to but it. At the same time, man, it's like I understand. It's like you listen to the show, but it's uh, yeah. No, I hope this is a good one. So. Our goal is, yeah, our goal is to ultimately. Talk I had a great time. So we want to fun. We want to talk. It was a lot more fun. I thought it was going to be, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, that's most of our yeah, stuff. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what your work partner said though before he, you got in here. So I was like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Hell yeah. Well, seriously, thank you guys. We're Good so deal. excited to keep right working on. with you. Uh, yeah. Well, I hope you come back from vacation. So yeah, me too. Yeah. Peace. That makes two of us. Word. <laughs>